Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Whatever you like. 
And if you're on Twitter, don't forget to tweet me at Media, which is C-H-R-I-S-T-O-M-E-D-I-A. And join me on Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you can find me. I want to hear from you. Now, let's talk about the Social Media Chefs episode today. Now, today we are going to be talking about something that kind of makes me angry, which is some mistakes that we all make with social media marketing. Okay, now, I have Go Media, which is my social media marketing firm, so every single day we are talking to people about how to best use social media to really explode their credibility, their visibility, and their business online. Now, even though we are doing social media and we consider ourselves specialists, there's so much to learn because every day these sites change. Now, how do you keep up? I think one of the things that a lot of people say to me is, you know, hey, Chris, you know, I really want to work with you guys because I can't keep up with all of this. Well, let me tell you, the number one thing that everyone that says that does not have is a plan. And a marketing plan, a business plan, some sort of overriding plan that they can actually follow. So what I want to go through today, with this kind of thought in mind, I want to go through some of the mistakes that we all make when it comes to social media marketing. Now, I'm not saying just when you're on the site doing the social media marketing and executing the campaign, I want to talk to you more about what happens when you're just starting to think about it or you have a page and you don't know why your Facebook page isn't really exploding and you're kind of a little confused. So I want to clear up those confusions for you today. Now, um, if you want to ask any questions that after you listen to this broadcast and you have some direct questions for me, just email me directly at chris at surfreshmedia.com or at chriscomedia on Twitter. Okay? So what is the first social media marketing mistake? The first one I see is lack of research on the correct platform for your business. Now, what happens is everyone gets so darn excited about getting involved in social media that logic kind of leaves us. But, I mean, you're, you're talking about logging on to Facebook. Okay, well, Facebook's fun, and I've been using it to, to, using it to talk to my friends, and now I'm going to do it for business. Okay, I'm just going to – let's just get in there and start. That's not the way you should do it. Um, you need – number one, you need to think about how much time that you have. Uh, so if you're going to be going on to these three different sites, the big three, so to speak, which I suggest that you should have presences on, which is Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, you need to see how much time you're going to have so if you can prioritize these. And that's what I mean. I, I mean, you can join a 100 different social media sites. You can do anything from Dig to Friendster to, um, you know, uh, there's a million out there, Flexo, Academy, there's a lot of them. But you have to know what's going to be the most cost-effective and time-effective for you. So you want to take a look at these sites. What I suggest is, okay, let's start out. And let's create a sparse profile. And let's take a look at the site. Let's, let's create a Facebook profile for ourselves, our personal profile. Don't put pictures. Don't put anything up. Just to gain access to the whole Facebook platform to see what's on there. And let's take a look around. Let's look at the different groups and what they're talking about. Let's look at the pages and what they're talking about. Let's see what our customers are talking about. And my number one tip for the first mistake, see what your competition is doing and see what they're doing right. 
I would tell you, I would say, hey, go see your competition and whatever they're doing, you need to be doing. No, that's not correct. Because you want to do what they're doing right, not what they're doing wrong. And as social media marketing is such a new subject for many people, you know, a lot of people are doing it incorrectly. So take a look at your competition. What are they doing right? What are they doing wrong? Evaluate. So that's number one. Number two is lack of focus. Who the hell are you targeting? Now, this is something that I find funny as a marketer, but many people don't understand who they are actually marketing to. Now, I find that really funny just because, you know, as a marketer, oh, my gosh, that's all. I mean, that's everything. You know, I have to know exactly how to market to um, who I'm marketing to or I'm wasting my time. So it's one of those... It's one of those must-haves. If you're doing a marketing plan in the social media marketing, listen to what I said there, social media marketing plan, you have to know who you're targeting. Okay, why? Because it's going to save you time. Why do I want to have 10,000 friends on um, on Facebook where 10,000 of them don't give two hoots about my service, about what I have to say, or anything? It's just that I need to have that number of 10,000 because that makes me look cool. It's worthless. It's absolutely worthless. If people are not engaging with you, your numbers don't matter. If people, that's what I think. People say no. You know, it's it's the size of the of the the group that you're creating. Uh, yeah, but if they're engaged, you know, for example, if you have an email database of two million people and you get a zero response rate, your email list, you might want to take a look at it and see if it's any good. Well, obviously your message as well, but. You, you, you get me here, right? Okay, so focus on who you're trying to get and who you're going, trying to reach. I have one thing I say in my speeches that um, create a bio profile. See, you know, on a piece of paper, write down who your ideal person is, what they watch, what they read, what they think, if they're a boy or girl, how old they are, what color hair, you know, even get a picture associated with it and hang it by your computer. So every day you're looking at your target market. That's that's like a nice little trick. That's actually something I've learned from David Merriman Scott. He had, um, in one of his books, I think it was The New Roles of PR Marketing, some fantastic information on buyer profiles. So take a look at that book. There's some more information there. But, you know, it just really connects with who your target audience is. Now, on the social media show, I want to talk to you a little bit about the third mistake we make, which is lack of consistency. Now, people, don't get me wrong. Consistent does not mean exclusively you should be doing this every day for three hours. That is not what I mean by consistency. Consistency means creating a schedule and holding to it. So if you can only do social media for five minutes a day, Monday through Friday, then make sure that you're doing that every week and you're holding to that schedule. If you can do it for two hours, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, then that's going to be your consistency. It does not need, you do not need to think that every time you go in, you have to spend eight hours on it. Because you know what will happen? You won't do it. How many of us have started something? I'm, you know, and I'm just as guilty as the rest. Um, I'm trying, I'm starting a French course, and I want to go gung-ho one day. And the next day, I'm like, oh, I did so much. I'm just going to relax. Well, 
that doesn't help me out because I need to have that consistent message going through my mind. And that's the same thing that your market needs. So you need to do a couple times a week for sure, but it doesn't have to be for 16 hours. You know, let's get realistic, people. We have other things to do. Social media marketing is not the only thing your organization needs to be doing. You have to do email marketing and advertising and um, pay-per-click advertising and PR and press releases and, you know, yada, 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 appearances, exhibitions. I mean, who has time to spend eight hours on social media? Which is why many people I find that are starting out will refer business to me and uh, will go media, my my firm, because they need someone to jumpstart their social media and we can help them do that. So, you know, if outsourcing is the way that you want to go, go for it. But consistency is definitely a key. Now, here's one that really makes me boil, okay? This is a mistake a lot of us make. I, I don't make because it's, I really do understand what we're trying to do with social media, but this is first-timers, um, and actually people have been using it for years. Some people really struggle with this. Fourth mistake is using a 100% push marketing approach. Now, push marketing, for those of you out there who are not familiar with that terminology, is basically just pushing sales and buy now and act now and do this and do that towards your target consumer base. While that is effective in some mediums, in social media marketing, we're talking about a two-way street here. So we're talking about having engaging conversations. We're trying to enchant, as Guy Kawasaki says, our target market. So we're not going to necessarily just go, you need social media. Call Chris. Call Chris. 50% off social media marketing campaigns. Call Go Media. We're not going to be doing that. What we want to do is how I do it is, I mean, you can do your own percentages. I do about 90% pull marketing and 10% push. 90% pull. Now, pull marketing is something that a lot of us find as a odd topic because it's, it's hard to define. My definition is pull marketing is sharing information that is going to build a relationship with your target consumer and is going to lead to conversations. That's pool marketing. My uh, my business is completely built off of pool marketing. Uh, we've been in business for a few years now, and I have never picked up the phone to make a cold call or has my sales team. And that's because we've created, we've been able to create an engaging pool marketing campaign. Now, don't get me wrong. Just this week, I sent out a um, an email blast that was a push marketing, which was, hey, we have this great product. Try check it out. There's a special offer on it. But that's not going to go out every single day or every single week or every single month. That's once every so often we do something like that. So that's how you should do it because just think about it, folks, okay? How long, think about the one person in your life that has helped you more than anything else with your business and inspired you. How long did that relationship take for you to build? Now, you want to build those same sort of strong relationships with other people, it's not going to happen in day one or day two or even month one. It might take you three months. So just, you know, keep at it, keep engaging, and keep trying to pull them towards you. Don't push them away by shouting. And also, 
FYI, anybody that's putting all capital letters and exclamation points, ahoy, and everything, that's a little aggressive, just to let you know. And those tactics are generally used with push marketing. So just FYI, moving on. Okay. If you're just joining us now on the Social Media Chef, we're talking about the six mistakes that people make in social media marketing. Uh, so far, we've gone through the first four, which are pretty much just to, just to wrap them up real quick. Um, number one mistake is lack of research on the correct platform. Number two is the lack of focus in terms of the target market. Number three is the lack of consistency. And number four, which we just covered, which is uh, using an 100% push marketing approach, which is not a very, very smart thing to do. Now, here is another one. This is funny. This is number five. You have the wrong goal. Okay. I know that when we're doing marketing, marketing is made to grease up the sales function, so we create more sales. Now, this is one of the byproducts of social media marketing. Is it the main byproduct? No, because what happens with social media marketing is different than, say, a pay-per-click or a direct response ad or even a billboard. You know, this is the type of awareness and credibility building that you, where you're engaging in conversations with your target consumers and you're trying to... Um, you know, really bring them to bring your relationship with them to the next level, so they do trust you and will buy from you. Tell their friends to buy from you. Tell their family to buy from you. That's what we're aiming for here. So, when people say to me on the phone, like this is, and this is such a common thing. And is it a common thing that I think as soon as I hear it, I roll my eyes? No, I merely think, okay, well, let me tell them. This is going to excite them that there's more than than, than just this that they're going to receive. When you come into a social media marketing campaign, saying, I want sales, is a little bit short-sighted. There's a lot of other things that you need to be looking at. You need to be looking at, for example, if I am, for example, a speaker. Say I'm a speaker and I have a range of products and services that I offer. So not only do I go to different conventions and exhibitions and talk about different things, I also sell a DVD series, and I have a book, and I have a subscription newsletter that I've monetized, and I do consulting, and I will write your marketing plan because I'm a marketing speaker. Well, all of those things can be promoted through social media, and every single one of those can be supported. So let's talk about sales. Say that you're going to be booked. In um, Las Vegas, you're gonna you have um, you're, there's a big conference for a mar big marketing conference, and you're gonna be the speaker. Well, good for you for getting that gig. It's a good gig. There's gonna and they're trying to get people to the event. Well, if you're talking about it and you're talking about you're there and you have a following, guess what? There's gonna be bums on seats. Now, those that money may not come to you. But those people are going to be in front of you. They're going to hear you. They're going to see your products. They're going to get engaged and enchanted by you, and they're going to come close and purchase some things off of you. You know, there's a lot of knock-on effects. For example, uh, radio interviews and media interviews. Um, you can get great referrals, wonderful partners, new business opportunities. It's so much bigger than just sales or hits to the website. Um, there's been studies saying that there's only 2% of website hits come from social media. And, I mean, which I guess I can understand a little bit um, because a lot of work that we do, we do, we do 
educate people about the online point of sale, but we've only done the sale before we leave the site. So regardless, you know, think about uh, what you want overall for your business. Don't just say sales because sales, we get you 10 sales this month, and then uh, you decide to stop the campaign, you take it on, you, you move on your own direction, and those 10 sales, are they going to build your business for the rest of you know your life? You have to have other opportunities continually building um, to fuel the fire, so to speak. All right, being a dead horse, moving on. Now, let's go into the final one. Now, this is the one that I get really, really upset about and really fired up about. Now, try not to harp on it too much because I know you've heard it from me before. If you've listened to the show before, I'm a big marketing and planning nerd. I enjoy having a good plan. Why? Because it saves me time and it saves me money. I'm asked on a daily basis how I can keep everything up in the air and everything floating that I do. With you know, with work, with the radio show, with the social media marketing, with numerous clients, with travel, with everything. And you know what? I have one answer for them. I have a plan. I wake up and I know exactly what I gotta do, when I gotta do it, and if there's any variation to the plan, I got it covered. Now, what that does is I can book my travel months in advance and save money. I know how much time I have to spend on certain things, so all of that's budgeted. I know how much money I'm going to be spending and how much is coming in. I'm fortunate enough to be able to have that sort of thought process where I can plan everything out. Now, let's turn this to you. You can definitely have the same sort of results as I'm getting out of this. But we're talking about social media, and then the sixth biggest problem and mistake that people make is they don't plan. Now, you know, if you have, if you're a journalist, you work off of an editorial calendar many times, which tells you what stories are coming up, and if you're going to do a story arc, maybe you're going to do three stories over the week and build into your Sunday edition or whatever. Your social media marketing campaign is kind of the same thing. Now, if you have a marketing plan, you are in like Flynn, baby, because that is going to be the baseline cement first ground floor of your building. If you don't, baby, you got some work to do <laughs> because a marketing schedule will truly save you money and time. And I say this time and time again, and I know how unbearable the thought of putting this together is, the unbearable thought of looking at these prices and coming up with the structure, it will take you a day. I'm telling you, I've done this numerous times for numerous businesses that I've worked in and worked with. And marketing plans, once you sit down, you shut yourself off from the world and say, okay, today I'm doing it, go to a library, get away from the office. You can come up with everything. You can say, okay, we're going to do trade shows. What trade shows are we going to do? You can slot them all in. Okay, we're going to do, we're thinking about doing PR. When will be a good time? Well, Christmas is a good time because we have a product that would move. All right, well, let's schedule the PR on Christmas time. All right, the advertising, how much money do we want to spend per month? Okay, this is the budget times this many months. This is what we're going to do. And you see, just from chipping away at it like that, 
you'll know exactly what you're doing, exactly what your expenditures are going to be, and then when social media comes into it, all you got to do is use all the stuff that you're using on that plan in social media. You have an exhibition coming up that you're going to be going to. Use social media to get those me- get those meetings. Like use your social media contacts on LinkedIn to see if you can get some professional meetings while you're at that at that um, exhibition. If you're speaking, invite people in your network that are local to where you're speaking to come to that. Talk about it when you're there. Share videos, share photos. Um, afterwards. You know, do a blog post about how wonderful it was to be there, and this is what you learned, and this is what the industry trends were. I mean, there's a million ways of doing it. But the problem is that a lot of people put the cart before the horse. And the horse really is social media, and the cart really is your marketing and your plan. You have to know what you're doing. You have to know what you're spending. How many people do I speak to? Um, when I'm when I'm uh, going to conferences and speaking with audiences, that their marketing is their marketing money is all spent by February and they have nothing planned for the third and fourth quarters, and it's you know it makes me sad because there's so many people out there with brilliant minds that just aren't planners. So uh, what, I mean, you know, you get what I'm saying here, right? It, planning makes everything easier. The more things that you have going on, the more you need to rely on something that has some sort of structure. And also plans will help you be flexible. For example, if all of a sudden I'm asked to be a pundit on a radio show, hey, I'm good. Slot me in with the time. I know exactly where I can promote it. I know my channels are all ready for something like this. It's all go. And this is what my clients will do for um, with me and my associates when we're um, doing a social media marketing campaign, they'll say, hey, we've got this really great deal. We're going to be featured in Forbes. Um, they send us a link to the article. We share it through social media. Seamless. It's all about cross-marketing. If you have no plan, then basically you have a social media marketing island that's over here. You have a website island. You have, you know, You have all of these different things that you're doing, and you're not tying them together. Let me tell you, in this world, there's a lot of noise. And you need to make sure that every piece of everything is being shared everywhere so everyone can see it. I would never spend three hours writing an article that I wasn't going to share on 25 different platforms. Why? Because I spent three hours writing it and everyone needs to see it because I just spent all my time doing this. So, you know, uh, a plan when it comes to social media is really, really imperative. And, And, I mean, I hate putting down anybody that doesn't have one. But you know what? You can do it. It's completely doable. You don't have to have a marketing genius brain or anything like that. By no means am I a genius. You know, all I do is I sit down and look at the different pieces of the puzzle and put them together. You know, Um, get your team together and have a meeting and go through it. And this works, folks, for nonprofits. This works for large companies, small companies, and everyone in between. This is not something that the only small or, or only large companies can take advantage of. If you are one person running a business out of your bedroom, you need a plan. Because of everyone that's vulnerable to the economic climate and changes in your industry, it's you. So put some time aside. Work a Saturday. You know, pull that, pull that passion that you have for your business 
into creating longevity for your business. So, all right. I'm, I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm, I'm I'm on the pulpit here preaching to you all, but it's something that's really important um, that I think a lot of businesses miss. Um, and, you know, I really do know this firsthand because every single company that I've ever worked in before I started my own firm did not have a marketing strategy going in. And once that marketing strategy was put in place, sales increased, savings increased, reach increased, and credibility and visibility increased. So I think that that is probably the biggest testimony I can give you. Um, It's the same for my clients. So take some time, sit down, go through a marketing plan. Do you need to read a marketing plan book? Do you need to see sample marketing plans? No. Just create a schedule. Make a list of activities that you want to do. Do some research on um, events or do some pricing for magazine ads or online ads or what have you. See if you can get, if if you're, um, for example, you're a writer, see if you can do some um, guest blog posts. There's lots of opportunities out there, and I really want you guys to go out and get them. All right? So those are the six social media marketing mistakes. Uh, Thanks everyone for joining us today on the social media show. Next week, we are going to be going live from New York City. Um, And we are going to talk about some more wonderful social media marketing stuff. Also, some really good cooking recipes. So get ready to get in the kitchen because I am absolutely starving. So, again, visit us online at uh, www.com social media chef online, email me at chris at surfreshmedia.com and tweet me at cryptomedia, which is C-H-R-I-S-G-O-M-E-D-I-A. Until next week, folks, thanks so much for listening in. And I look forward to talking with you next week. Have a great week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.